I saw a businessman sitting at Starbucks this morning. It's weird to see because, like, I'm used to, like, only drive-through with the whole pandemic thing and all. So, you know, things are going back to normal, I guess. They're slowly creeping back to some sort of normalcy. So it's just weird to, like, see people inside Starbucks because, you know, we're all used to drive through everything, delivery everything, don't touch anything, blah, blah, blah. Maybe grown adults will learn to wash and sanitize their damn hands, so buying cleaner and sanitizer and all that, like it's some foreign thing we didn't have before, will actually become normal. This is why we are in this whole mess to begin with. But anyway, enough about that. Let's get into this episode. Hey y'all, welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage Podcast, a podcast where Lola, that's me, a millennial mom talks to friends about life, motherhood, and everything in between. Every Wednesday, I bring you topics that we all struggle with, whether we're a parent or not. Every stage of motherhood is awkward. Whether you have one kid or six, you're a dog mom, or you feel like your partner's mom, things can get messy. I'm for sure an awkward mom, navigating all the growing pains that come along with millennial mom life. Feel stuck in an identity crisis? Feel like your life lacks direction? Goals feel distant? Well, you're not alone. Tune in every Wednesday as I go through the crazy coaster called life with you. This podcast celebrates motherhood in all forms for exactly what it is, awkward. I'm your host, Lola Nicole. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the awkward mom stage starts now. y'all and welcome back to the podcast it's almost the end of the month and with that y'all already know what time it is it's a mental health check-in and baby let me tell you your girl needs one (laughs) you know how people get like winter or fall blues or whatever like people say when it's less sun and it's cold and all that people get more depressed well I must be like a vampire or a witch or something because I am the complete and total opposite I feel like when summer comes around, I'm depressed. Like, I don't care about hot girl summer at all. Like, sorry, y'all. I'm more of like a hot girl winter or fall or something like that. Like, I hate being hot with a passion. Can't stand it. Don't love it. There's a difference in being warm. Like, it's a warm and sunny day. And then, you know, it's so hot that your mood instantly changes the moment you walk out the door. I'm looking at you, Florida. That was a whole large part of why we moved in the first place. My husband and I absolutely hate extreme heat. And more than that, my husband hates the beach. I know, crazy, right? People from Florida who hate the beach. I don't hate the beach. I just hate the sand that comes after a day at the beach. I really only like floating on a floaty in the pool or going to the beach closer to the evening time, you know, when it's less hot. I also prefer indoor pools and or jacuzzis. I don't really like being in the sun and my eyes are pretty light sensitive. So if I'm outside, I'm usually wearing sunglasses or I'm under some sort of shade or I'm just not outside because my eyes start to hurt like really bad. Like they just start to burn. Like it's a lot. Honestly, I guess I should have been a redhead or something for real because I'm 
just not feeling the sun like that. I prefer where I prefer days where you have to wear like a light jacket or sweater. I don't like being extremely hot. I'm not a deep diver or anything, so I have no desire to be in a pool all day long. And I also don't want to swim in the ocean because I'm like not trying to get eaten by a shark anyway. Now I know people are probably like, oh my god, I can't believe you don't like the beach or swimming in the pool. And I never said I don't like the beach. I don't like, I just prefer the beach when it's less hot and there's less people there because it's more enjoyable. And I'm actually able to, you know, hear the ocean sounds, which is what I'm there for to begin with, honestly. To be quite honest with you, I much prefer nude beaches when I'm with adults, obviously. (laughs) But I prefer them because they're way less crowded usually and there's older people there so they aren't like loud they're not bothering you and you can just chill like also being naked is optional y'all like you don't actually have to be fully naked when you're on a nude beach just in case you were wondering but yeah like they don't bother you like everyone's chill they're really friendly I just I like it I also don't need to suntan you know I'm melanated by birth so I'm tan year-round Even when I'm looking like a little banana because I haven't been out in the sun or I've been wearing long sleeves and pants or whatever, your girl is back to being a little light bright. Millennials, where you at? Or when I want a little more sun-kissed effect, so when I can get that beautiful, flawless skin look like my dark-skinned sisters have all the time. I mean, for real, y'all, give me your skincare secrets because, my God, y'all skin is like beautiful, smooth, dark chocolate, and I'm like... Um, okay, but my undertone is, like, yellow, so you see my bags and all, <laughs> like a little overripe banana, like, come on, man. <laughs> anyway, I'll cry about my skincare later. But, yeah, like, also, I mean, hello, skin cancer. I don't need to be in the sun like that. No way. Also, I don't know, but I feel sexier in the wintertime. While some women flourish and blossom in the summertime, and their bodies are ready for hot girl summer, and they're buying bikinis left and right... I, on the other hand, am already adding sweater dresses and fuzzy short sets to my Amazon wish list. (laughs) It's probably also because I prefer being softer to having like rock hard abs, you feel me? So sweater dresses be looking right on the cake, y'all. Hey y'all, it's Lola here, host and producer of the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. And let me tell you, hosting and producing this podcast is not easy. I had no idea what I was doing and I still kind of don't. Don't tell anyone, but I don't. Buzzsprout has definitely been there to help me along the way from hosting to helpful videos on what to do, how to edit, where to go, how to get music, you name it, they let you know how to do it. And their Facebook community is even more helpful. So let me tell you now, if you're a podcaster or you're trying to start a podcast or you have a podcast and you're looking for a host, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They've got everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me. I'm no tech genius, and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. So if you're interested, you can definitely click the link in the show notes, and it will take you to Buzzsprout, and they will walk you through everything you need on getting your podcast up, running, and ready to go. Now back to the show. Whatever season you prefer, you have to figure out how you function in every season so you know what to do when you feel yourself getting into a funk. For me, morale has been really low lately, and while things are changing and shifting in my life, and maybe for the better, I don't know, I'm not Jesus, but 
while they're making their changes, my mind and soul have been all over the damn place. Like my brain looks like my computer browser with 87 tabs open and one of them is playing music, but I can't figure out which one, even though I keep clicking on each tab. And I think you get the picture now. So while I've been trying to calm my mind by working on my new digital planners and stickers from my Etsy shop, I have a million other things going on in life too. So it's been like hard to really sit down and focus on just one thing at the moment which is like really screwed up my planning schedule and all but i'm slowly trying to get back on track and figure out where i stand in this world we're living in today post pandemic and all there was no episode last week because i just (laughs) my episode was gone like lost and i'm just like really i know i had an episode and homegirl was gone so yeah that was that so i'm trying to i it's my fault really all of my scheduled postings and everything have all gone up and then i am behind on doing like my whole content batching situation so that was my bad i should have double checked way ahead of time and i should have had a backup plan but i did not but see that's how you learn things as an adult you got to make mistakes you know things happen so that's why there was no episode last week (laughs) episode was gone so you know, I'm trying to catch up, y'all. I'm trying to catch up. I have a million things I want to do. And I think that also comes with the stress and anxiety of coming out of a pandemic, especially a worldwide issue like this one where we were locked down multiple times in our homes for over a year. I think aside from the fact that I have this fear of aging, y'all already know I've said multiple times that I'm terrified of aging out of things before I'm too old, you know, to do them or achieve them or whatever. I know, I know people are like, well, you can achieve things at any age. And while yes, that's totally true for me, it's a personal struggle. Like it's a personal mental struggle for me. I have to get past the mental hurdle of, oh my God, I'm getting older and into the age where people say shit like, oh, you're too old for that. And people your age don't do that and blah, blah, blah. While I'm only 35, I don't look it, I guess, because people tell me that, which is nice, I guess. But for me, it's always been made a thing to focus on. It was, you're too old for this. You're growing up now, so you don't blah, blah, blah. So in my mind, age equals less time to do things you want and love to do. While ageism is a real thing and many people suffer from it, I'm trying my hardest to break out of that headspace and like stop timing my life, basically. Do you love reading? I do too. But we all know you don't always have time to sit down and read a good book as a mom. Well, I solved that problem with Audible. I've been using Audible for the past four years and it's been amazing. Audible is perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors so you can listen to them while driving, cooking dinner, or doing anything else that's going on in your life. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. And with their new update, they also have podcasts, sleep meditations, and much more now. So there really is something for everyone. You can click the link in the show notes today to sign up. And the best part about Audible is it doesn't cost you anything to start. You get your first 30 days, first book free, no strings attached. Plus, all of their books are DRM free, so they aren't locking them away from other devices, which means once your membership expires or you cancel, any audiobook will still be yours forever, even without an active subscription. Just download them again anytime from anywhere from the app or the website. They have over 180,000 titles available, and I'm sure that number is going to keep growing. 
I listed some books in the show notes as suggestions to get you started. I've already read four books this year thanks to the Audible app. So go get started on that reading list. But let's wait until after the show. I think for me, because I was a young mother and before that I took on the caregiver role of, you know, taking care of my younger siblings while my mom was working and everything. I think I never really... I've never really been like a young single girl for long. I became a mother at 18 and, you know, five years after that, I got married. So I was a baby when I got married. So to say I didn't have a regular, you know, high school, college life experience is an understatement. My siblings grew up like with way different privileges than me and things that I did. I, you know, had to pay all my own bills and college tuition and all that. I didn't really have like the nurturing upbringing. I was always treated a little more mature aside from other traumas in my younger years, you know, that I faced kind of alone. I think that's why I struggle sometimes with being a wife and a mom because you get lost in the shuffle. I know some people are like, oh, but you're married and you have kids and you shouldn't be lonely and you should be totally fulfilled. Well, okay, Susan, not every woman wants to be known as just the vessel or just the wife not every woman wakes up and they're like I want to be a wife and a mom and that's it now some do and that's great but for the ones you know who want more or who want to start a business or live a dream it's hard I think people don't people are so focused on women should be you know having kids and being wives and settling down and all that stuff that they forget to actually inform people what life is like as a wife and a mom like every day is not rainbows and sunshine just because you have children or a husband does not mean you're going to wake up and the birds are going to be chirping you're just like oh my god i'm so blessed i just little like yeah that's great you're i'm sure you're grateful for your kids and your family and your husband or whatever but like some people want more if that's all you want in love and that's the only thing that's great like some people have 7 10 12 15 kids that's what they do That's what they wanted. And that is amazing. But there are other women who are like, well, hey, you know, I was I wanted to do this and I wanted to do that. And nobody kind of really gave me a real life look at what things would be like, you know, if I got married young, if I had kids young, whatever. So I feel like especially if you see your friends, your significant other, family member, whatever, excelling at things. And the only thing you did that day was change a diaper or do laundry. I'm pretty sure that's, you know, it's, it's stressful. It's, it's sad. You kind of feel like, oh, like, (laughs) great. You're talking about your promotion or the business that you just started. And the only update I have is that my kid threw up on my face, you know, like (laughs) it's, it's different for moms. What's really disheartening is kind of like being dismissed. I mean, as a woman in the world, you're already dismissed half the time for, you know, just being a woman. But once you become a mother, anything and everything that you wanted to do or, you know, whatever somehow becomes obsolete. And you now are expected to just give up your life and only be a wife and a mom and be happy about it. Like, you should not be sad. You should be smiling. I mean, if you go just go on Facebook on them Christian mom pages and you be like, dang, like. I am a terrible person because I do not feel like this. But you're not a terrible person. You're a normal person. Like, everyone is different. And women are not just baby vessels or whatever. You know, like, we're not just servants, guys. So, you know, if, again, if that's what you want to do, great. 
If not, you don't have to. Don't feel bad about it. Before I had kids, I was very independent and I worked and I went to college. I worked at my college. You know, I had my own stuff. I didn't have my parents to rely on, you know, just I, they weren't paying any bills for me or helping me with college or anything like that. And relying on other people, I I never like asked boyfriends to pay things for me or whatever, you know, like that just wasn't that just wasn't me. Like I just I liked being independent. I liked having my own stuff. I liked having my own schedule and being able to go here there and everywhere without you know attachment clearly you can't do that once you are married with kids but you know they don't really i feel like people aren't really honest with how life works i mean i think we all can pretty much agree on that i don't think i'm stretching the truth by any means here so coming into a marriage and then having to rely on someone else fully was like really hard for me and it still is i think people get it confused like oh well i'd love to have someone just take care of me i use air quotes when saying that because yeah okay but in reality stay-at-home moms or women who are you know more the homemaker or they make less money or whatever we do the most like there's a huge difference in you being a stay-at-home mom and you know caring for your kids and then you like having a sugar daddy you're not a gold digger because you're a stay-at-home mom there's no gold to dig okay no gold to dig unless you are rich and she don't have to do nothing and she gets to go to pilates while her the nanny is you know cutting up bananas for the kids great and even then like who cares if she's a pampered mom like let her be that's that's the life she chose that's what she wanted and she got it like why are y'all mad i don't i don't understand but normal stay-at-home moms aren't gold diggers like it's pretty much a treat to go to target alone so we're pretty easily satisfied in no way are moms well me and my friends anyway being like served or pampered we're doing laundry paying bills cooking cleaning entertaining being full-time chauffeurs we're the negotiators investigators the boogeyman catchers and all of that you know we're trying to keep our houses running like well-oiled machines and everyone looks happy and clean and fed and in the background we're looking run down and exhausted and oftentimes forgotten about Society says we should hang up our lives and just be shunned to our houses. Don't dress this way. Don't do that. You shouldn't want that anymore. You have kids. You're married. Don't work. Just stay home. You know, all of it. You're a wife now. You're a woman. I hate when you ask people to describe you or like what you're good at or like describe a mom or something. And like their response is like, oh, you're great at cleaning. Your house is always clean or being a mom or some shit like that. You're just like, okay, but I have a brain too. I want to do something else. It's just hard. I've said before, it's really hard for young mothers sometimes to actually know who the hell they are because they kind of went from adolescence to mom life and they're just like, oh shit, like what now? All the Christians say you should just be serving and be happy and all that. And I'm just like, I don't want to burst anyone's bubble, but that sounds a little like modern day slavery, boo. Now, it's one thing if that's what you want to do and what you are all about. That's great. You go, Glen Coco. But don't force that shit on everybody else. It's just like the wine moms that pop volume and have happy hour with their friends and then ride off to soccer practice in their fully loaded mom van. But me and my can of moms can't catch a break even though half the time we get more shit done. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't tolerate people without Mary Jane, especially now. People are nuts and love to put their two cents where it don't need to be. 
but I think I'm I think I'm gonna do like a whole episode with some of my friends and stuff on that because I think it's much needed the good thing is now a lot more moms are finding themselves and incorporating self-care they're starting businesses especially since we're all locked down together for so long it gave people time to get clarity at least the ones that wanted to change so I guess in this whole ranting episode i really just wanted to portray that everything isn't always what it seems and even if people seem happy or they seem like everything is going great they could be having a quiet personal mental struggle or breakdown that you know nothing about so just be kind and be kind to yourself too i'm slowly learning to be more patient and loving towards myself because i think we forget that so often especially once you become a wife a mom or just an adult you just begin to forget about things like self-care and self-love with women i feel like they were taught to be more nurturers caregivers etc were taught to be more dainty and quiet growing up it was always a woman's place and a man's world you know but the good thing with the younger generations is self-love and self-care and acceptance have become way more mainstream and something that a lot more younger uh, women especially are searching for and making sure that they have that and that they love themselves and they know themselves and they're getting what they want and they know how to ask for it you know before getting into relationships they're learning how to cut out negativity it's really good because i feel like a lot of older generations were taught the way to deal with feelings and emotions was just not (laughs) that life was just about work and once you become an adult you need to get that nine to five grind work raise your kids have that beer or that wine at the end of the night as a reward for all of your adulting and i don't know slowly die i guess (laughs) but anyway y'all i'm gonna wrap this episode up by saying don't forget about you and if you have know that there's always someone out there that loves you exactly the way you want to be loved you don't have to give up your dreams because you're a mom and please stop giving women unsolicited advice my god just stop doing that y'all anyway that's it for this episode don't forget to check out the free facebook group for the podcast as always thank you so much for listening and if you haven't already please rate and review leave your girl a review on itunes apple podcast let me know you're listening and you love it because it would mean so much to me if you'd like to donate to the podcast to help with the behind the scenes or you just want to buy this hot mess mama a coffee you can do that as well with the buy me a coffee link Or if you can't donate, just simply screenshot this episode, tag me at the Awkward Mom stage on Instagram, share it on your stories so I can reshare and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. If you're loving the show and you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be a guest on the show, send me a DM or an email and let me know. I hope you all have a happy hump day. And if it's not Wednesday when you're listening to this, I hope you have an awesome day anyway. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page where you can follow and find information on next week's show and any updates for the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday for an all new episode. I hope you're having an awesome week. Happy hump day. And always remember you're beautiful. Lola.